This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. You are the ones who make this program possible. Tonight's special guest is Anthony Sanchez, who returns to discuss more of the Dulce Underground Facility, the origins of the human race, and Project Leonid. We are told to keep our eyes on the Middle East, but what if the real threat for global domination and conflict was actually coming from China. Anthony Sanchez will be with us shortly. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our interviews, three years worth of programs, become a Veritas member. Just go to VeritasRadio.com and click on the subscribe button. In just seconds, you'll receive your login and you'll be able to take Veritas with you wherever you go. Subscribe today. And with the upcoming holidays, why not give the gift of truth? You can choose between three months all the way to a two-year subscription. How about our futuristic metal case 8GB USB drive, which, by the way, is still sold out, but we have a, an order underway. Season 3 is coming very soon. Go to the Veritas store for more information. You can also purchase MMS directly from us. We have a trusted source, and with the winter upon us, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And it's also very inexpensive. And don't forget, 
the deadline to send your question for the upcoming Insight Veritas 2011 edition is Sunday, December the 18th. You can record and send the audio of your question, and I will play it on the air, or you can simply send it in writing. Go to the member section for instructions. It's going to be a lot of fun. So far, the questions I'm receiving will push me to do some mental aerobics. I hope you can participate. And if you need to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website. And please don't contact me on Facebook. I get too much spam there and hardly check my messages. Also, don't send technical support questions on Facebook either. The support email is right on our website, veritasradio.com. We think of Area 51 as the most secret facility in the United States. But is Dulce the biggest and most secretive underground facility in the U.S.? Area 51 never existed until Russian satellite images of Groom Lake surfaced. It is now public knowledge that Area 51 is a vibrant military research, development, and testing complex conducted by many defense contractors which work on a variety of highly compartmentalized projects. Will the U.S. government ever confirm the existence of the Dulce underground facility? In addition, and according to one of Anthony Sanchez's sources, who uses the codename Trinity, he issues the following warning. The Chinese military, under the control of the New World Order, have completed construction in the Chengdu district of what is the mother of all underground bases, a location which possesses a maglev rail system that leads all the way to its southern coastal waters. Unlike the Dulce underground facility, which is scientific and primarily used for horrific experimentation on people, including new weapons research and development, the Chengdu underground complex is used for one purpose, strategic military staging and preparation. Our best intelligence on Chengdu is very limited, but we know that the underground military facility and the New World Order-controlled Chinese government require our immediate attention. It is the New World Order in China who has systematically fed the geopolitical and economic flame toward an ultimate invasion against the rest of the world. What must be understood is that invasion will not be from the interests in the Middle East like you are being led to believe. The Chinese are developing stealth capabilities at a devastatingly fast rate, including advanced systems using alien technology. If we do not pay attention, they will own our military in the same way they already own our economy. Under the United States Air Force and Department of Defense, a dangerous project called Leonid is underway to combat the Chinese efforts. When you know more, you will begin to understand why programs such as Leonid and places like the Dulce facility are critical to our government. But at what risk to us? We have many friends abroad, including many in China, who we must help and ultimately save. People who have risked their lives to defect and share critical data on New World Order activities now being conducted both in China and here within our own government. For this and much more, Anthony Sanchez is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. Uh-huh. 
This is Norio Hayakawa, and you are listening to the Veritas Show. Anthony F. Sanchez received a Bachelor's of Science degree in Computer Information Systems from Western Governors University in Salt Lake City, Utah, in 2008. In addition to being a software consultant for the state of California through his own company, Anthony has been employed for 16 years as a software engineer working for 3Com, Intel, Acer, Netscape Communications, and Hewlett-Packard, performing high-level software development, supporting scientific engineering and business intelligence projects. He became interested in UFOs back in 1989, at the time Area 51 surfaced as a public phenomenon. Since 2000, he has researched the subject matter thoroughly, employing various scientific methods and hands-on approaches, thus compiling over 20 years worth of UFO-related research data. He is the author of UFO Highway. Anthony's websites are ufohighway.com and a new one, projectleonid.com. We'll also be discussing what Project Leonid is all about. And directly from Northern California, I would like to welcome Anthony Sanchez back to Veritas. Hello, Anthony, and welcome back. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Mel. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And it's been over a year since I had you on the show, but I've been lucky to have been in contact with you all along. A lot has happened. And I would like you to, to give us a summary of all the things you've gone through and all the new research you've encountered, because our listeners may not know. Yeah, I would, I would begin by telling people that this time last year, you know, I was going through some personal turmoil in my life, and uh, I was going through quite a bit, actually. And uh, I almost abandoned my research at that point because of a loss that I had, you know, succumbed to. But thankfully, with the help of my friends within the, um, within the field, um, I overcame, you know, many of the hardships, and I was able to continue on with my work and to continue working with uh, Norio Hayakawa on this uh, whole matter of Dulce, uh, the, the underground facility at Dulce. Um, since that time, I've undercome uh, much scrutiny from many people, uh, but I managed to circumvent that and, and not let it, you know, bother me so that I could continue to develop and work on the work at hand as opposed to, you know, you know, being a constant battle with naysayers. So, you know, one of the things that I have to constantly remind myself is that absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. And in this case, in this case, I have concrete information that I wholeheartedly believe in, which has led me uh, just recently to probably the biggest discovery ever in the whole folklore surrounding the uh, Dulce itself, the Dulce facility. So that's where I've been, you know, for the past year. And uh, I've also been conducting research beyond the Dulce periphery uh, into the whole geopolitical spectrum and the economic upheaval and how it relates to uh, information uh, with respect to the Chinese. And I know we're going to be discussing that, but I have so much information to share. And I want to be, I want, I want everyone to know how thankful and how grateful I am to to you, Mel, for having me uh, on this platform, which is uh, just an amazing uh, platform. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, before we start, let me just say that we think of Area 51 as the most secret facility in the United States, but 
There's the Dulce facility, which is the biggest and most secretive underground facility in the U.S. But before we start, a lot, as I said, has happened. Even even your health has been compromised lately. You were in New Mexico and, and uh, you know, short of an adventure, it almost cost your life recently. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. Um, on Monday the 17th uh, of October, I was called by um, uh, Jesse Ventura's people to me on a television show to, I guess, to be, to serve as a consultant or, and I don't know if I was going to be on the show, if I was just going to help as a consultant on Dulce or what, but they asked if I was going to be in there on the 21st. And unfortunately my planned trip to New Mexico was not slated to begin until the 24th, which was the, the Monday, the following Monday. Um, so what I was doing, there was two things that I was doing in, um, in New Mexico. One, I was a keynote speaker at the uh, ASPE uh, symposium, which is a paranormal symposium thrown by uh, Janet Saylor. Mm-hmm. That was the primary reason why I was going. But this this presented me with an opportunity to meet with several of the host families in the Hickory Apache Nation who I have become closely related to. I'm good, close, personal friends with many of the families in Dulce. When I arrived on the 24th, I was, uh, it was uh, two, two, 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, I checked into the Best Western Hickoria uh, there at the Wild Horse Casino in Dulce. By 8 o'clock, I was meeting with uh, my contact. Um, I'm not sure if I want to name her at this point. Uh, she's in the book. I do mention her in the book, and I, but I just don't want to bring further attention to them outside of the book at this point. They've received a lot of harassment and stuff lately. So she is the head of the tribal council security. She has been promoted. She used to be a 13-year police uh, officer veteran of the Hickorya tribe, but now she's been promoted. She's the head of the tribal council security for the facility, the actual facility. So that morning, uh, by 8 o'clock, 8.30, I was meeting with the uh, tribal council president, but more importantly, I was meeting with the with the public relations officer of the um, tribal council, the Hickory Apache Nation, and uh, what I had learned that morning was just shocking. I had found out that on the pre- previous Friday, on the t- on the 21st, uh, a Governor Ventura and his television crew were denied access to Dulce. They were, de- they were actually told that they would not be allowed to film there. And they were asked to uh, do any filming off of the reservation. Um, now, I don't understand why that happened, and I, and I was kind of dismayed because – uh, Governor Ventura has a fantastic show, and I know that he would have brought a lot of attention to Dulce with respects to the underground facility in a positive light, you know, trying to put a positive spin on it, not so much a negative. But for whatever reason, he was denied. I had presented my book to uh, Mr. Rival, who's the uh, public relations officer, and uh, surprisingly, he had already read my book. I think this is a PDF file, and he had been to the website. He granted us access to film on the reservation, in particular the Mesa. We went up to the Mesa, the Archuleta Mesa, where we had high-definition camera equipment, and we went up there, and, you know, we made a discovery. But uh, Governor Ventura's group was given uh, a gentleman who's a Bigfoot expert, and I I don't know how that happened. I don't know what happened, but uh, thankfully we were allowed to go up. We were given unprecedented access, and we, we came away with some amazing information. And, and incidentally, the woman who uh, uh, facilitated my arrival and was actually the host family for me, we got to stay at their house um, while we were there. Uh, 
she she was the uh, person who facilitated all of the uh, the uh, arrival for Governor Ventura. They actually fed them lunch and they had a good time and everything, but for some reason they just were not allowed to film. What why were you allowed, and why was uh, Governor Ventura denied access to the reservation? You know, I think it's because if, if you understand who the Hickory Apache are, you understand that. They're a very, very guarded, closely guarded community. They're a very, very tight-knit group. You know, they have a lot of uh, families who are interwoven with throughout the structure of the council, the tribal council, and everybody knows everybody. And they really don't want to bring negative attention to Dulce, um, let alone the, uh, the, the, the entire reservation. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit different in the sense that before I ever approached anybody from the Hickory Apache Nation, I made it a point to understand who the Hickory Apache were. I read all 52 of the sacred texts from their culture. Um, I reached out by talking with people, not talking at people. I didn't come in with this attitude that I was this wonderful researcher with this, you know, big attitude in this ego. Right. Oh, I was very, very humble. I brought gifts to the people that I met. And uh, I think that's, that went a long way with me because I ended up becoming close friends with quite a few families there. And uh, to this day, I, I'm on a daily basis uh, texting and chatting and uh, to having phone conversations. And I'm going to honor those friendships for the rest of my life. There's a, there's a saying, treat people the, ba- the way you want to be treated, but that's, in my opinion, wrong. You have to treat people the way they want to be treated, and that's what you did by learning their ways before you went to step number two. That's right. That's right. So um, they knew who I was. They knew what I was about, so they gave us access. The one thing they did not want us to do, which was in similar fashion to Governor Ventura, was they did not want us to interview anybody on the reservation. If we were to conduct interviews, it would have to be off the reservation. So uh, we're talking like Chama, Lumberton, and in particular for us, we ended up meeting with almost everybody in Taos. Now, the question is, do you think that the elders and the reservation per se is aware of what's happening there? And they I don't want to use the word collusion because that's not what, what I'm trying to say. But do you think that they have an agreement in which they know – and they have kept this information quiet, perhaps to to guarantee their own safety? You know, I'm going to agree with you in the sense that this is not collusion. But what I will say is it's probably an innocent level of compliance. Right. Uh, Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know.
What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at VeritasRadio.com.